Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Alt Kings podcast. I am your host, Corbin, with my co-host, Tate. And today, we've got a spicy project on today for you Very guys. unique. Very Haven't seen fascinating. anything like this on the XRPL no. yet today. No, this is big. This is, this is major. Yeah. Indeed. So today, we have on Jeremy from Astrals on X. Hey, what's up, guys? Nice and nice to be here, and thanks for for inviting me. And yeah, we're glad to have you, Jeremy. It yep. was it was it's a pleasure for sure. Mm -hmm. Now, Jeremy, if you don't mind, just giving us a brief overview of yourself and telling us everything about you. Yeah, awesome. Um, so I am uh, Jeremy Reynolds, um, the founder and the creator of Astros on X. Um, a little bit of background on me is uh, I grew up in New Orleans, Louisiana, so had a big musical influence on me at an early age. Uh, you know, for all the viewers that have, have been there or heard about the city, it, you know, it's the birthplace of jazz music. Um, it's a lot of food. It's a lot of fun. And it's, a, you know, it's a lot of partying. Yeah. And um, and so it's a different vibe. And, and so growing up in that environment, you sort of you sort of get to the music thing and and I did. I was uh, I was formerly um, a musician and in, um, in an earlier life, but um, you know. Then I also had a long have a long career in, in tennis coaching as well at um, at, a, at the competitive levels. I've uh, gotten a chance to coach at um, Wimbledon and the wow. U.S. Open and and coach top top junior players in the world and develop wow. some of. So. You know, it's just, I've all, my, you know, my father, my father was a NASA, um, he worked at NASA. He, he was essentially like in charge of the external tank. So he had a big managerial role there, but um, that kind of got me into the tech thing early too. So I've always had this thing with tech and music and, you know, sports has also been there all my life. And so I'm type, kind of the type of guy who has like a bunch of different cards in his pocket and has never been truly just focused on one thing altogether and that's it. But, um, yeah, having said that, yeah, just, uh, done a lot of also a lot of traveling. I've lived in a lot of countries, so I've gotten, gotten a, a little bit of an experience and perspective on, on the global, um, mindset and, uh, how everything kind of fits together. That's incredible. Yeah. Me personally, I am a very, very big tennis fan. I tend to play often. Oh. Yeah. Oh, sick, man. Yeah, I, um, yeah, that could be a whole nother podcast. Man. Yeah, but, uh, no kidding. <laughs> but, um, yeah, because I, I get people all the time that in, in this space, at, like when I tell them I, I do tennis coaching, which is, I'm likely down to my last year. Yeah. Uh, I've been tennis coach. I've been a professional tennis coach for over 24 years. Holy cow. So, wow. Yeah. And, uh, so I felt like I, I laid it all out there and I'm, I'm like, I feel great about my, what I laid down. That's so great. I'm actually, excited to kind of walk full-time into the next chapter which is kind of what we're talking about today with where we're at with the with the uh, astrals on x project it seems to be a huge project and i'm very curious what inspired you to build on the xrpl and nonetheless what is astrals on yeah, x that's, yeah that's a great question um good good question about the xrpl i mean for me honestly i'll just be straight up um, I've, I've just done a ton of research on XRP when I first got into crypto and 
just know, and there was a small stint in my life where I was actually, again, a man, a man of many hands, but I was in wealth management, private wealth management for about eight years. And I, I got to see the inner workings of the banking industry and, and the bond market and derivatives and all, all these private banking, European style banking. And I really, and that kind of, before I even knew about crypto, I was doing that. And so then when I got to crypto, I started researching all the cryptos. It just didn't take me long to catch that resonance with XRP. And, you know, so to be blunt, I mean, the fact that it's valued at where it's valued yeah, at yeah. Um, right now, that's, that's one reason, right? Um, the fact that it's really a strong technology, it's probably the strongest technology that exists. And that's according to, you know, even all the technical people that, that, that tend to uh, analyze this stuff for a living. But me, I've looked into it. The, the transaction fees on Ethereum were just a little too high. You also might feel like you could get into a, a, a large space there and you have one shot maybe. And if it doesn't go perfect, who knows what happens? And you have all this, this um, blue chip content and it could it could just maybe uh go the wrong way rumble yeah um, then you look at solano solana sorry and <laughs> it's like i i love solana i i have solana nfts but i i just i look at our project and it's like we got three and a half minute tv episodes in the mix coming in the future and like you know fully animated like music videos and I mean, it's scary to think that to launch on a blockchain that might get congested just yeah. way too easily or something. So, um, thing, and then so, and then also, I just I feel like that's a real different space as well. I think the XRPL ledger NFT space is starting to really shift to like actual utility instead of just printing ten thousand apes. No offense. Um, and then all of a sudden the community's like, Oh, what's next? And then they drop like a token and then it's like, that's pretty much it. And it's, and, and then you got to hope that, you know, one out of a hundred of those communities just kind of goes blue chip in the community part of it. Yeah. And then that might drive a, a successful operation. But, um, but yeah, I mean, so going back to the XRP Ledger, we just feel like it's the fastest, it's the most, it's the cheapest to use. Uh, it's very customizable. It's easy to build on, and um, it's the future. And so that's that's basically where where we're at. Yeah, yeah especially and the, and, and the transactions always go through, which is a big spectacular. plus. Yeah, a very big plus, especially they with XLS twenty D coming out too. soon. That's going to provide even more utility than we already know of. Absolutely. It's, it's unbelievable what they're building out there on the XLS 20. And that's why we're patiently waiting for it. And we, we don't really have a real need to rush and yeah. hurry up and get some cash. I mean, we're not, we're not like that. We're in this for decades. I mean, we we're, feel like we're going to be one of the first NFT music record labels on, on that's out there. It, definitely in the top 20. I yeah. mean, and so we feel like we have a good chance of actually being ahead of most of the ones that are even out, you know, we've, we've uh, taken a close look at some of the projects on other, other blockchains and some of them by really well-known people. And, um, 
you know, as far as their content goes, it's, yeah, it's, it, it is what it is. It's awesome music and everything, but, um, we feel like, uh, conceptually, uh, we, we've kind of looked out for, we've looked out further into the future already. So we're already making like fully storyboarded music videos that, that go with the song. And I mean, sure. Other projects are doing that sure. on some level, yeah. but we kind of have like already set a standard of like these videos, each one of these videos might cost anywhere from like 20 to $40,000 to produce. So big. we don't, we don't think even the big boys are spending that kind of money even yet either. Yeah. And um, of course, with that kind of production value, we're trying to attack a certain niche um, in the market and in the future, really, which is the mass adoption of NFT technology to where the average Joe just has to be plugged in and they can own a record label themselves. They're, they own the Nipsey Hustle song, like one of the last ones ever known that exists. It's off catalog. I mean, there's other artists as well, but the idea was to just give the example that, you know, being able to own commercial grade um, blue chip musicians and, and also artists, you know, because we're a two headed monster. Our project is really two headed. Sure. It is completely uh, got two big heads on it. And that's the music side and then the art side. And we have just as the heavy hitters we have on the music side, we have equally heavy hitter on, on the art side. And that's uh, so I'm so happy to come on shows like this and, and be able to speak about it with you guys. But uh, I think I covered most of that last question. Yeah. 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 You did spectacular on that. Um, I actually have kind of a sort of off the wall question. Um, how do you see potentially, you know, with with music and NFTs with Rhea in this whole situation, you know, the recording industry of the uh, I forget the the exact acronym for it, but it's like the conglomeration of like sony sony music and warner music and you know all those big big time labels how do you think they're going to take this well we know from talking to artists who are signed on big labels that they're in a bit of a panic um they are obviously going to all start their own thing uh, yeah. but <laughs> the whole thing is that are they going to give their artists 95 percent of the mint i don't think so they're greedy they wouldn't <laughs> yeah. do that oh yeah of and, course and, not and are they going to give the artist, you know, upwards from 70 to 90% of the royalties? Not going to happen. Absolutely not. And even if you brought so, that up to them, they'd laugh at it. They'd be like, absolutely not. Yeah. That's not even a question for them. Yeah. Yeah. And so not even other NFT um, music um, labels are even offering those numbers. Maybe yeah. close, maybe close, maybe even right, right near it. But um, no, those are aggressive numbers, no matter where you look at it. And our, you know, our whole mantra is free the artist. I mean, we're, we're yeah. literally trying, we're trying to flip the industry on top of itself. And that includes not just the music industry. We, we want, we want to flip the independent film industry at least, and also flip, um, the art. I mean, there's no need for a talented artist to have an agent anymore where they pay the agent, whatever they pay him. It's yeah. like, Okay. You know, you can get self-funded even if you wanted to do a huge project, right? You wanted to make a movie, blockbuster movie, but you had the talent, but you didn't have the money. Well, you could release some kind of NFT collection, right? And if it's successful, 
well, there's your money. There's your capital. Yeah. You can, go, you can go make the film. And so then people who purchased your NFT, they can, they're owners of that film. And they may, they're like, they're all executive producers and they're all making a cut, right? And so this is where it's all going. And if it doesn't go there within a year or two or three years, it doesn't matter to us because we know it's going there. Yeah. So we'll just be here waiting. But in the meantime, we'll just keep producing, you know, the content and trying to educate, I think is the most important thing with the marketing is to make it digestible. I keep going back to that, but they have to know what it is. Like walking up to them and saying, oh yeah, buy this. If you buy this, you'll be part owner of a record label. I mean, you gotta, you gotta break it down simple first and then maybe go into what that actually means, you know, in terms of all the revenue streams that are, that are there potentially and, and how it all works on the back end automatically. Yeah. yeah with the, with the technology. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense. And how did you actually find your, your partner founders for the project? So like Charles Rattery and Mike Rebel, et cetera. Like these are, these are some big time names, man. Like some serious heavy hitters in, in the space. Gosh, if I, I guess, yeah, it's a real simple answers, but I guess the real um, main point behind it is if you don't ask, you won't receive. And so I love that. So true. I love that. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Yeah. It's unbelievable. And I mean, yeah, I mean, we don't always have good luck or, you know, sometimes we get bad streaks and good streaks. But to be honest with you, for so for one, Charles Rattery came first. And he is just an accomplished artist. Um, He has worked on everything from Pulp Fiction to Star Wars. I mean, and everything in between Uh, breaking, breaking bad and Marvel, he's he's working on a Marvel project as we speak. Wow. Um, wow. Oh, yeah. He's done lots of stuff for Marvel. He tells me all about it and how the process goes back and forth. He can't, you know, how they have this, like, secure login. They had this intranet and all this stuff. And he can't even say – all he can say is, like, it's it's like a – what does he say? It's, a, it's like the Flash. <laughs> so whatever that, that was, I think maybe like a TV animated series for TV or something. Gotcha, yeah. But, um, yeah, so how I met him was, and this, you know, I called up a friend in Los Angeles who is a Los Angeles native, and she is an artist and a jewelry maker herself. Um, I will try to plug her um, jewelry online shop. It's Egyptia.com, um, A-E-G-Y-P-T-I-A. Anyway, she makes custom jewelry like she's an artist artist. And anyways, um, I've been knowing her for 20 years um, or, or longer. And I just picked up the phone. I picked up the phone and I said, hey, do you know any any good artists in in California that I that I could use and um, that I could partner with, really? And um, she said she just sent me the one guy. <laughs> it was just one guy. She just sent me that one guy. And then it was the first guy she sent me was Charles Rattery. Wow. And he said, yes. <laughs> I mean, no. That's really. That's incredible. And then when it, when it, when it comes to Mike Rebel, um, a friend of mine who is like a badass fitness trainer in this town, and I've used him before in some of my, um, like with some of my tennis players to, to train them. He's a buddy of mine. Um, 
he he just walked in my house on a Sunday, like, hey, let's go, man. And we're, you know, we're going to do something that day. And he was on the phone with somebody. And I was like, you know, who who is that on the, who are you on the phone with in my house? And he's on this guy, Mike Rebel, and he, you know, and I and uh so I just got dude, I just picked up the phone out of the guy's hand and was like, Who is this, man? What's up? And then within like minutes he had he, you know, he told me all, he didn't even tell me everything he had. He literally, he wasn't even talking about his own music at this point. He was telling me, yeah, I can get you crazy town, the band crazy town. And within a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> he, he had the lead singer on the phone within two minutes later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know nothing about anything. Gucci Mane, French Montana, Nelly, CeeLo even know any of that stuff for like even like another couple of weeks i told him i wanted him on the team before i even knew any of that stuff i was like i was like oh you got music too (laughs) (laughs) and then he's like yeah you know i got i got i got these songs with french montana they're all they're all like there's a visual layer on top of them like i'm like he's sending me all the stuff and i was like I mean, it's just ridiculous. I mean, so we're just blessed yeah. to be able to get in that position to have. So it was a no brainer. So I, I, I foundered him up and I foundered Charles up. And then it's me and those guys. And then my brother was also a founder because he, he was an early uh, he was an early, early creator in the project as well. Nice. Um, but essentially, yeah, it's 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 that's how it came. Real simple, but it, that's how it came. Everything happens for a reason, you know. True. Yeah, it happened easy. So I'm hoping, yeah, that that was that was a good reason to happen. Yeah, yeah. Do they do they know about like the power of XRP? They they don't. <laughs> they they're starting to. Sure. Like they they've heard me go on my passionate rants, you know. <laughs> like I feel like I should make a podcast, even like just XRP shilling. But but um, in all seriousness, um, I think that they're starting to get it. Yeah, and um, but they don't. They're not. They're super like new to the space as well. Yeah. Like even as good as artist Charles is, I'm sitting there telling him, oh yeah, now you do the attributes, <laughs> you know, but it's like, no, but this was a long time ago, but like, you know, he totally gets it now. It's yeah. like, it's, it's a, it's a, it's, it's kind of simple process for him um, because of the stuff he's kind of done. And, you know, he's a storyboard con- um, artist, concept artist. So he's used to like Marvel studios uh, telling him, basically handing him a script just the words on paper wow. and they tell him draw it and then so he's drawing attributes and movement and scene to scene and so it was just a matter of ex- yeah sitting and explaining to these guys um both on the music side it was all about explaining oh yeah we got to give up some of the royalties oh what but you know <clears throat> explaining these simple concepts yeah. that the same the same things we're gonna have to go over with the mass public is um is like you know this is this is how this stuff works so that's incredible yeah. that is incredible like i'm i'm kind of speechless yeah. i'm not gonna lie yeah literally <laughs> oh Thanks, so guys. what is the main source of utility for astrals on x would you say it so, is the music and uh so, yeah we could be on this for like an hour yeah yeah <laughs> yeah so i can run through the utility pretty quickly and like yeah. you know i we when we use the word utility, we just feel like it's not just a word that's thrown around. Like, yeah, oh yeah, course. utility. Um, 
stake our token and get paid more of the make-believe token. It's like, I'm sorry. Best in our Ponzi. No, I, I, don't, I don't mean to like rant because a lot of projects do that and that's yes. fine. We're yeah. doing that. But you've got to build our in, behind that token yep. rather than just, you know, offer to send it. Um, so, but um, the utility, um, number one for the, for the Genesis NFT, which I, I actually did the art for that. It's a bunch of these really like trippy space scenes, like made with like AI geometry, kind of like algorithms. And yeah, it's a lot of randomized AI, but at the same time, like I totally fooled with each one for like 20 to 30 minutes, to be honest, um, manipulating and layering and, and creating that project. That, that is the only IOU token we have. And so that will be, that will be exchangeable for the NFT um, when we mint. Um, but that NFT and the token itself now, I guess if you want to look at it, it's an IOU token. That NFT has utility by, it gets, you get older drops, like a lot. I think you get 10. So we, we, we capped it at around 10 holder drops for each artist that we onboard, you get a free mint. So that's a lot of utility in and of itself for the X astral NFT. Um, it, there's other utility goes with that. If, if you hold it, you also get rewarded in our ecosystem token, which I just mentioned, but you know, we're, we're actually going to be designating specific things you can spend, spend that token on called Aurora and you're going to get something tangible in return uh, for that token. Um, whether it be an upgraded piece of art or whether it be like access to these one of ones, um, Charles is going to be doing a lot of these one of ones where he's going to be doing NFTs that are going to look like they should be hanging on a gallery, like, but a real, like, you know what I'm saying? Of course. Yeah. So he, he wants, cause he's so used to that that space he, he kind of yeah. wants to he wants to introduce it into this space you know he's down for the he's going to do a 10k biker collection called mayhem mob going to be absolutely <laughs> ridiculous going to be absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> That's um, awesome it's going to have over 230 something attributes or more and it's like he's doing he's dropping like a storyline with art so any like sometime today he's dropping the first like story point is what he calls them where you look at that piece of art he makes and that's all you get to know about the story right now. And so he's dropping that today. Then he's going right back into the attributes. I just tell him just, just keep going, bro. Yeah. But like he has to juggle between Marvel studios and, and, and this and um, now his right own now as well. is a window of time in between. So he's hard at work right now, but yeah, back to the utility. So that's for the X Astral Genesis token. It does have tons of utility. Um, you get you get free. You're going to get free Aurora by holding it, and you're going to get ten free airdrops. Um, that right there is pretty much enough utility for that Genesis NFT. Sure. Now moving forward to the other, all the other collections, the music NFTs, and and all the visual art NFTs. Well, the commercial grade ones that are going to be produced by Charles. Okay, so those and the music NFTs. Mike Rebel, those in those that project, those projects are going to be targeting the commercial use intellectual property realm. So one 
way we're going to be rewarding holders is through any potential intellectual property rights that get assigned. Also, if holders of those collections, um, they'll get paid a percentage of the secondary sales. They will also get paid a per- the same percentage in streaming revenue. And um, that's three different revenue streams. And that's, that's three different utilities and, and yeah. it's all combined into one. But, and then on the, on the, on the art side, it'll, ju- it'll be similar. It'll be secondary sales. So all the holders will be getting secondary sales um, payments. And then also this, um, there's no streaming, right? But they'll get also any of the IP royalties. So that means for example, if you if you really think this thing through, and you saw that Ripple did a, they did an excellent um, article on NFTs and entertainment industry. Yep. If you guys want to check that out, some I, I I don't know exactly. It's on my timeline somewhere, but it was literally it, it might as well have been written by us <laughs> because because they're literally talking about the adoption, where it's going. They they did a example of some other well known artist. Um, music label that that launched and they were throwing numbers of what they were um selling for and what they were getting in return as far as royalties and they were talking about this technology and how it's going to change the entertainment media and it's basically our white paper so you know that's where we see all this stuff going and as an example you know charles the the artist that we have on the team for example with this mayhem mob this is going to be something that we're going to pitch to networks. We see, we see the future where we don't go to the network. The network comes to us. Yep. For the last 20 years, Charles had joined a union, do this, do that. Um, and then he has to go and get on a message board and get picked by this. You know, great. That's great. But now we're flipping that upside down to where the networks, they're going to see the, the mayhem mob and be like, uh, yeah, I want to make, make a TV show out of that. You did my homework for me, some, guy, some, some executive, right? He's going to say, oh, I just found a next show idea. And then, it's, and then they're going to come to us and they're going to cut a deal. Yeah. And then 10% of the royalties of that deal are going to go paid back to the holders. So, yeah, we, we just we're going really far out there into the future, but we think we can get the message across and people will understand. And yeah. it's, a, it's amazing to play the long game because mm-hmm. you should never just be short sighted with your perspective and your vision towards your project. And majority of XRPL projects are playing the long game. I mean, since we yes. have been for the last five years with just everything going on in the whole space, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I totally agree. You see it on you see it a lot when you see these people kind of going through the same cycle of uh quick 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 and yeah the cash grab every time and you know with the x with the xrp ledger not not being active for nfts really yet um it kind of had it's it, you can kind of see who who withered away um yeah who because a lot of people were probably banking on it to be open by now and um if they were going to do something bad they you know they would they would they they wouldn't have wanted to wait you know like a year to do it yeah. right yeah. so um but yeah that's that's basically the utility um there's a ton of utility 
You're, you're owning, you're owning a TV network. You're, I mean, oh, in the future, and it's not that distant of a future because we've already actually revealed a sneak peek for the pilot episode. It's a, it's a TV, it's an animated TV miniseries. So the episodes are like three and a half minutes long. The, the episodes probably, they're very high production value again. And they're, and they're, they go along with, they're from Mike Rebels collection. So it, yeah. it goes along on the theme of the superhero character in all of the music videos from Mike Rebel. By the way, he's done a song with an animated video with French Montana, Gucci Mane, T-Pain, Nelly, CeeLo, and Nipsey Hussle. He also, he also has one with Swiss, uh, with Swiss Beats, but we haven't even really talked about that one. Yeah. But, we, um, but those six songs are all themed around a central idea, this Mike Rebel hood bender superhero character. So it's perfect for NFT. I mean, it's cartoon. It's, it's edgy. Like it's kind of edgy. Like that pilot episode is it's, it's real. Yeah. And, um, we think people are, people so far have responded pretty well to it. I think people are a little bit shocked. Oh, that's going to be an NFT, but yeah. Yeah. I'd be happy to show you guys too. After this podcast, we can go into the spatial metaverse. That'd be amazing. And, yes, um, please. Yeah, it's pretty badass. I mean, we've had some longtime supporters that were in there. And I was like, yeah, we're going to watch the pilot episode for Mike Rebel's TV animated series. It's not going to drop for a while. Yeah. But because we need to make the other episodes, like four more episodes. We'll have one season, just four more episodes. And so people were like, yeah, let's see it. (laughs) I don't think they were ready, man. (laughs) It it looks like it's on, it should be, it already looks like it could be on TV already. Also, before that pilot episode was even made, Mike Rebel had an in real life meeting with CBS Network about that TV show. So I'm just trying to put that out there so people can understand, like, this is what we're doing. We're actually trying to do what Bored Ape Yacht Club told everyone they were going to do. Yeah. They said said it was going to be intellectual property rights, but... They were about to make a TV show, and then that dude's dude's ape got stolen. So I don't, I don't know what happened. I, you know, I'm not hating on them. They have incredible success, of course. But we're gonna we're gonna follow through on that, and we have the connections between Charles and Mike. They're both LA people, and they've been living out there, working out there in that environment. Um, they're one two phone calls away from uh, having meaningful meetings about these these things and and of course just to recap a second ago i told you that mike rebel already had a meeting about the pilot episode that i'm going to show you guys it's badass dude that's CBS amazing wanted to buy it and, 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 and wow. they, 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 i think that they i think what happened was mike lost his funding to finish sure. it and and then or and then CBS like kind of like said, oh, wait six months or yeah, let's take a look at it in six months. And Mike, Mike, if you haven't met Mike yet, he doesn't really take, you know, um, bad news that great when it comes to, you know, stuff that he's trying to put out. And so, you know, he, he wanted, he wanted that to, to pop off and um, the funding would have been active still. I think once they shelved him for six months or so, um, 
the, the funding was, was drying up. And so, but thanks. That's like my man over here said a second ago, everything for a reason. Now, now we own it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And yeah. Great so now we're, now we're partnered with it. And, but the main, the main idea I was trying to get across is that, um, yeah, when I keep using the word commercial use and, and, and that's what we're really trying to do. We're trying to actually go out and turn the tables on the industry and let them come to us for ideas, for art. They're already doing it to Charles anyways, right? And and some of these other artists, like they, they go to them, they need Charles Rattray to make their movie. Well, now it'll just be differently. Like you need our whole hold all the holders are going to have to say yes too and then and then you're going to have to pay us all and then it could just be three thousand of us could be a ten thousand collection it could be a seven thousand collection but uh but they will be the record company and they will be the tv studio that's amazing go so what are some things it's it's kind of blowing my mind because this is just like all brand new. This is so such unheard of information that, that I would have never imagined of. And yeah, like, yeah, because yeah. yeah, I think back to a quote I heard like a, a little over a year ago, probably two years ago, um, that everything will be on the blockchain. Yeah. And it's things it's things like your project, Jeremy, that make me think, wow, why didn't I think that this was going to also be put on, on the blockchain. blockchain yeah and it's just dude i'm just yeah i don't even yeah, have words at man. all yeah all you got to do is basically go through the dictionary and just put your finger down the page and stop and it'll be like then put nft on the back of it <laughs> that's genius I mean, True. it's just um it's just that ultimate form of ownership and yeah. so with if you can combine that the provenance and ownership Vera, vera, um, verifiably so so easily then that's when the light bulbs start going off and um geez ripple certainly aware i mean oh yeah without a doubt hey if ripple if you're out there listening uh you know your your article about media and entertainment was basically like a love letter to us <laughs> so please please reach out if ripple's listening to this chat. i will did, be completed did you apply for a grant jeremy well, we did apply for the last round of grant, but it was geared up for it was geared totally for the people who are building code on the XRP ledger, gotcha. dApps and this type of thing. Sure. And we're not we're not doing that yet. Hey, once hey, maybe if we got some grant funding we would. Yeah. But and I do believe there there will be a round or two of grant funding for like mass adoption creators, like call it whatever they want. Um, blue chip creators, um, any, any creators that they like doesn't have to be, you know, recognizable names in the industry. Of course. That's why I keep referring to our project as blue chip. Um, we're not, we're not some trillion dollar company, but our, 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 our con, yeah, our <laughs> content, thanks. Our content though is, is commercial grade. It's, it's our, the, the, the combined Twitter following of Mike Rebel's featured artist is 30 million. And so we feel like that is, is blue chip. Yeah. But, um, this, yeah, ripple, if you're listening, we want to talk No, but maybe they will do a grant, um, for creators, like just for like the, just for the artists, just for the music, just for the creators. And, and it'll gear towards that. Hopefully they do that. 
and uh, we may have a pretty good chance of getting some funding then. Only time will tell, Jeremy. Only time will tell. So what do you look for whenever you're signing potential artists to the project? So we kind of have a process where we're looking at artists in, in two different ways. Um, if they have a lot of talent and we and we really, really like them, then we'll ask them to be an official on curated independent artist. And we have a couple of those right now. There's, I th- uh, there's three of them. And there's three, one of them's a rapper, maybe two rappers and an R&B singer. Ooh, nice. And um, they'll, be, they'll be dropping three-track EPs. They want to get all crazy with their art because they see the Mike Rebel collection. And I try to tell them, like, hey, that's cool. You know, if you've got a bag for that. But, you know, you might not need to go so big, maybe. Um, you know, these Mike Rebel animated videos cost like a lot and, you know, they're a lot of production value in it. So I was telling, trying to tell them, Hey, you know, you don't have to, but whatever floats your boat. Right. Of course. And, um, we, we expect to get some great, um, NFT, uh, NFT projects coming out of those. We have, uh, B wise J O C and, uh, this guy, Nessie, who's just a newer artist that we just signed. So that's what we look for is people that if we're going to be like treat them like a curated onboarded artist, you know, and then honestly, look, we 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 want to be able to onboard any artist. I mean, as long as they meet a certain standard, like um, as long as they're able to produce a certain standard of sound, you know, like in terms of. okay, does it sound like it's on your iPhone, like at the beach or, you know what I'm saying? Right. Of course. Just stick to SoundCloud. Well, even even SoundCloud, I mean that you could you could you could find some quality quality sound, but oh sure, no. If you but if you uh, yeah, you know what I mean. Like if, it has to be a certain standard, but it could be jazz music, it could be any musician out there. If you feel like you've got a little bit of talent or more, yeah, come on over and 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 talk to us in Discord and find out how to start that process because you. Any artist that we take on to our label, they make even on the first mint they even do, they take ninety five percent of the profit. Wow! And they take seventy percent of the royalties. So it's basically like just come on over. Yeah. You know we're not we're not trying to abuse you. We're not trying to. We just want to increase our community, grow the exposure. And, yeah. yeah. We just want people to come over and 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 be in our community, grow the community. You know, we do need that community engagement. I think, if anything, that's where we're sort of lacking a little bit. And, you know, partially probably blame myself. I mean, I only have two hands and two feet. No excuses. Uh, 18 hours in, a, in my workday. But we just got to keep getting better and stronger at those areas that we, that we feel that we're not as strong at, like, um, like the community engagement. Um, all, we're going to be doing more events in our metaverse spaces where we can actually preview and play all the songs for people that's been a pretty good hit we've been doing some poker nights with some other projects and doing some cross some cross chain sort of space calls and cross chain poker events you know not in a rush but yeah that's one area that um you know we haven't blown a bunch of money like i've got a you know a budget for marketing but i'm not i'm not just gonna blow it on a bunch of fake bots talking in the discord and yeah and there's no reason I've had, for that I've had offers for everything i've had oh i can get you 20 
I can get you blue checked and 30,000 30, Twitter followers overnight. Yeah, but are they gonna are they are they human? No. <laughs> no. Is there gonna be any engagement? No. No, that's we, the whole we thing. see it's that like, everywhere. I, oh yeah, yeah. Cause I think if you're a project, not that I condone this, but if you're a project that's looking to make a quick buck, yeah, maybe maybe you go ahead and do that. I don't know. Maybe it's part of the strategy. But I just don't see us doing that um, to try to do fake hype. Um, even if the engagement is slowly growing, we're just going to continue to slowly grow it until we do maybe hit like an inflection point and people are, people see this podcast and they see the next podcast and they see how we are continuing to be reliable and consistent. Um, and then all of a sudden, you know, you could see big spikes and we're just going to go that route. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of times community engagement is kind of tough at first to get the ball rolling, but as soon as the ball is rolling, it's basically rolling down a mountain especially once you find your core people that are super passionate and also are in the discord talking all the time. So, you know, like your, your mods and stuff, it's really helpful to have them around because, you know, they keep it lively, they keep the hype up and, you know, can pull for ideas and that kind of thing. It just makes everything so much easier. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people have said that the, like when they're investigating an XRPL project or any project, one of the first things they do is go into the discord. Um, they want to see if the community is just like a ghost town or, and then they want to see what the chat is like, you know? So we, we do, we do, we do, um, value that. And, 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 um, we've got a couple of good mods in there already and we we invest, we invest resources, um, from to them. So, so we can keep that up. Yeah. When I joined your guys' discord, I was, I was welcomed with open arms. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cool. You got to join the Mayhem Mob Discord too, guys. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Sounds spicy. <laughs> yeah, I mean this is this is this is going to be crazy. Um, I, I Marvel's Marvel like when he when he turns in his um assignments, if you will, then he he doesn't know he, he's totally off of work at that point, so he can just slam into the art uh, for Ashes on X for the Mayhem Mob. Uh. So he's busy right now doing it this week, and he's about to drop some some new stuff. We're just so excited, man! But that's going to be a really badass collection. He's really gone deep into the story. He does not want to draw a single thing. Well, he already has, but he didn't even want to get that deep into the art until he totally flushed out the story. Um, and there's probably a reason for that. Yeah, yeah, hint. without a doubt. But he's, it's going to, I think I'm going to try, I had the idea today to make, this is totally off the cuff right now, but I had the idea today to possibly reach out to that other XRPL project called um, Additions, who does the publishing. Um, they basically publish like the NFT books or something. Yeah, yeah, we, we reached out to them as well. And this, this dude's coming with a real story behind yeah. these bikers, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So could could be something where, whether if we partner with them or not on some kind of a, some kind of a manuscript or some kind of a script or whatever, of some kind. Yeah. We, we, we may do that, but yeah, just, just to give you guys a heads up, you should jump in that, that mayhem mob for sure. Without a doubt. Appreciate that alpha man. Where can um, we possibly find Astros on X, which marketplaces will it be listed on in the future? Yeah. So officially right now we are part of the syndicate, uh, group, which is a group of about 30 or so projects that have committed to launch um, on the Radical X platform marketplace 
that is uh, created by DP Funks, uh, DP Funks, DP Monks Finance. Um, they're based out of London. I think they're like top top fifteen or top twenty on on the uh, gadget dot seventy eight dot uk spreadsheet. Wow. Uh, I still got to figure out how we even get on there. I know we have a good project. I, I, I think you have to. I think you have to apply. Yeah, I can connect you with the creator of that. Oh, excellent, dude. Yeah, yeah he's, I, he's an awesome guy. Oh, cool. So, um, so yeah, so that's one marketplace. Uh, we're very happy with everything so far. And, you know, Daniel is a, is a, is a somebody who is the owner of that, that platform and somebody I have, for, you know, I can pick up, I can call. I'm like, you know, that's pretty big. I mean, imagine being able to pick up the phone and call the founder of OpenSea, right? Yeah. So I'll be able to do that with, um, with, with Radical X and, and um, he's very non-tribal and he's very unbiased to anyone. He, oh, you got Gucci Mane and you got this and that. Okay. He treats us the same way he treats any other project. So I think he's a really cool guy. Then we're also, we're also planning on distributing and selling on the um, nftmaster.com uh, platform uh, marketplace. They're out, of, they're out of Australia. So we're going to have, wow. I hope to have a market, I mean, many marketplaces, right? Because it's just a matter of attaching that uh, identification number to make sure it's not a fraudulent copy of, of your collection. And then you can blast it on any marketplace. And both marketplaces, uh, nftmarketplace.com and Radical X, both are just non-tribal. They don't, there's no animosity. So we hope to find a North American marketplace which we don't have. So we've got the whole world covered already besides North America where we're in. We hope to maybe add one more marketplace or maybe multiple more. But um, I don't know if it's, we'll, we'll just do like a ton of them. I think three might be a, a good number, but uh, who knows? But uh, if we can get Australia, then Europe, and then North America, those yeah. three columns, um, we'll, we'll have a lot covered there, I think. Yeah. Also, don't forget about the uh, Asia Pacific region, Singapore and Taiwan and okay, and Japan and stuff. No, that's right. Yeah, we actually have a lot of people in our Discord from that region. Yeah. So um, yeah, that's a very big I don't region. Know if uh, if um, there's any marketplaces that have emerged from there, I'm, I'm sure there's one or two, but uh, we'll have to give that a look and see uh, who's out there building on the XRPL in that region. Sure, sure, makes sense. And where do you see XRP's ecosystem integrating with NFTs in the future? So obviously you guys have some serious plans yeah. <laughs> yeah. to integrate it, but where, where else do you see it potentially branching out into? Well, I do see NFTs branching out um, next into um, other like the housing market, the insurance market, Anything with a with an with a automated uh, activating contract, you can do so many cool things with these uh, these things called hooks. Yep. That that the developers are building for automated contracts and like if this then this type of logic. And so, I think you're going to be signing your lease, and I think your lease will be an NFT. I think your concert ticket will be an NFT. I think your your Airbnb will be an NFT. I think um, all this stuff will be NFTs, your car rental agreement. I mean, yeah. I just think it's just, wow, think about just the money that will be saved. And um, 
in electricity and also well that's trees. if you use if if you use trees, xrp yeah. that is yeah, trees but, is um, yeah, yeah exactly not, uh, not to point anybody out i didn't but no but you gotta you gotta understand like yeah it, it's it's eventually like i always get that argument where well they're first and everybody knows them <laughs> but there's nobody in the space yet no not at all there's when, barely when, yeah when when Three, when 300 million Americans figure out what it is, yeah. they're not going to want to go to go somewhere where they have to pay $300 to buy something for $100. They're just not going to do it. They're gonna, it's going to feel like a crime has been committed. I'm not even exaggerating. I've had that happen to me, and it, it literally feels like a crime. Yeah, I agree. Because I, I sit there, I try to re- refresh, I try to adjust whatever I need to adjust, and I try, I try to send money off of the, off of the wallet, and it wants more money than I, I got to put more money in. Of course, that costs money. Yeah, I mean, it's really scary. Yeah, I mean, imagine a newbie, right? I'm sure these, and the line on the other side is, oh well, you know. That's that's what it is. You got to have money to, to make money. Yeah. Like, you know, but I'm going to plug my charger in. But but no, I mean, I think no one ever talks about, yeah, it's like that. You're right. But once the masses come in, you, you think they're going to spend 400 to buy something for 100. It's not going to be like normalized to do that. No, um, at all. So I, I do believe um, I'm ranting a little. That's but fine. That, yeah. That's, that's, that's where I think the future is going with, um, with the technology. I just, could you imagine like you're in a grocery store and you're both, you're both buying the two people are trying to buy the same steak or something. They're the, the same quality, but then this brand over here, they, they want, they need, they need 400 more dollars for that steak. It's like it's, it just doesn't make logical sense in an adoption error. Yeah. 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 It doesn't make sense. So I think people are missing that point when they have that debate. Uh, There's only 0.001% of the world is even into NFTs or something. I don't know what the exact number is. Don't quote me. But it's it's small. Very small. And so once everyone or even half the world is into it. Just 10% of the world. It doesn't even have to be half the world. Just 10%. Yeah, it it, it might not ever get, I mean, that level, but it might. But even if it's 10%, like you said, I mean, that's. People are just—it's just not going to work like that. Yeah, like that. No. It's not going to be like, oh no. well, yeah, that's the price you have to pay to use this blockchain. And but um, yeah, and then you, you know you hear other horror stories too. But the future for me is the XRPL. I mean, I'm one of these guys who believes that most of the money in the world is going to run through it. Oh yeah, I mean, if you invest in XRP, you more or less know that oh, that's kind of where your mind is set. That majority of the money will start revolving through XRP for transactions and cross-border payments. Yeah. It, it just solves too big of a problem. It totally eliminates the need for uh, pre-funded bank accounts. I was, in, yeah. like I said, I was in that. Yeah. And I love that. I love that. Yeah, I was in that back room with the asset wealth managers in Switzerland, England. I was sitting in, sitting in 200 year old banks I was been in Hong Kong, Lugano, Zurich, Geneva, 
all over the world and sitting in these banks talking to these people. And then, you know, during the course of these deals, it's like, yeah, we got to send the money to corresponding bank and then they have a corresponding bank. And then, yeah, it gets done. Every, you know, it's like, whoa, like this is there's no corresponding banks anymore. It's done there's in a no, week. Now and that, it can get and done that was in seconds. a game that they yeah. used to play. Yeah. And so they, it's going to it's going to really, really help the entire world. And it's a huge answer to a question. So it, that no one else really has the so, it's a software. Yeah. Yeah. It's that's what that's what the public needs to know. They get they get messed up with the word blockchain and cryptocurrency. Just it's a software. Yeah. And it's just a bad ass software. <laughs> Absolutely. Highly advanced software that's out there. And I love yeah. that you've been in the bank sector because like you have your head over shoulders a lot more than just an average Joe. Like you understand what's going on and you understand what needs to happen to resolve these problems. And I mean, obviously, majority of these people who are getting into crypto and stuff, they're just looking at the top dogs like Bitcoin and Ethereum and they're just going with it because everybody else does. And then they see that XRP and Ripple are in this lawsuit and that scares them completely because they don't know the real information on this lawsuit, you know? Yeah. Not, not only that, but there's been a coordinated uh, misinformation campaign by the Ethereum people, their, their, their main core. Um, like, it's, it's really crazy. Like, it's unprofessional. Yeah. So that, yeah. that's kind of that tells you that it's, it's evil. It's a miss. It's a campaign. Yeah. Because yeah. these people, they're not unprofessional by nature. So when you see them like talking about, and then all of a sudden they'll be talking on MSNBC and they'll just, you can see them like contrive. They're about to contrive it and that they're setting it all up and you can see them flip into some, oh yeah. And an XRP. Yeah. That shit coin. Exactly. Yeah. Like they don't even, they, it's like, that's like somebody's told them. Yeah. Say this on air, say that on air or else. And may, you know, I'm not going <laughs> to make some money. On, you might get something in return. I don't Thanks. know. I'm not, no. I, I'm just guessing. Right. Of course yeah. we, we all are. We can have fun with that, but you can say without a shadow of a doubt when you run back the tape that it's a massive misinformation campaign on purpose. Right. Yep. Oh yeah. Um, Sue, Sue, Sue XRP. Tell everyone Ethereum's the God coin <laughs> when, when it, 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 I don't. I mean, I, is this a family show? Because I feel like I literally got robbed and raped when I used MetaMask. Tell me I, about it. it. There's I've people never, sending hundred dollars. I, I, I hate to say something that might offend oh, anyone. No, who it's fine. Something like that. But it's it, it. It honestly feels like you've been robbed. Yeah. I'll just yeah. say that I, I've been robbed. I've been robbed before. So. It, it it actually feels like <laughs> people are sending transactions I mean, of a hundred dollars and having to pay two hundred dollars in gas fees. How does that or, make sense? If you want to like say you found some like gym or something, you want to swap on the decks for that for that you got a feeling on this gym coin. You want to be Dejan or something. <laughs> you go to the decks and you try to flip for it. It's like yeah, sure you can do that, but you got to throw in another you know point four ETH. Yeah. 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 And I, I think another thing too is it, it, it really makes me laugh when Ethereum maxis 
talk bad about XRP because I, I genuinely don't think they see the bigger picture they don't. if they aren't, you know, getting like, you know, subsidized on the back end. Uh, mm -hmm. Because you got to think like the amount of liquidity that XRP is going to unlock when, you know, eventually it gets, starts getting picked up by these giant institutions. You have all of this money locked up in Nostro Vostro accounts and all this money locked up in already existing transactions happening that are taking like a week to transfer using Swift. It's it's a mess. Yeah, they, so you try doing using that. You try doing that using Ethereum. <laughs> well, Good luck. I guess. I know. It's just, and, and they'll and, and they'll just and look. I love you know. Look what Ethereum brought to the table. But let's just be completely honest, man. They're they're just in a echo chamber because. Let's just send you try to send five hundred million dollars worth of Ethereum across um, the world, and you try to send the same amount of XRP. Let's let's see who gets there first. But let's also check out the gas fees. Well, could you imagine the gas fees? Well, that would break an entire nation's <laughs> budget. That's a whole GDP. It really just depends on what. It really just depends. Like right now, like to be honest with you, Ethereum's gas fees are very very low. It's about a dollar or something to trade. But obviously, with that large oh, amount of capital, like, wait wait wait. It, Right now, yeah. I could go and use my MetaMask wallet, maybe go buy something, flip something on a DEX, and you, you're telling me that the maximum pain that I'll see is $1? Yeah, we Tate, just... Tate and I were yeah. using it last night. It. No, it's seriously. because there's no liquidity going into Ethereum right now. The transactions are like on a very low spot because of how low the market well, is right now. And that's why. Oh, is that why? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Okay. so when the market is more active, yes. it just goes way up. Yes. Okay. Yes. The way goes insane up, and yeah. then that so, charges. So, so yeah. basically, they, they either have they have to be the market like the market for Ethereum has to be bad to have good transaction fees. It's and it's that, all, yeah. It's almost work. like Solana's uptime. So, like for instance, Solana will go down when it has a ton of load behind it, and you got to wait for the for the TPS to to get back up off the floor in order to do a transaction. Yeah. yeah. So, but with right. Ethereum, you basically yeah. just pay more instead of it being down. Yeah. Yeah, and so I, I'm seeing projects still launch on Solana that are kind of like looking kind of big, like, and I'm starting to see like maybe like some people looking at film stuff. And I saw a project that looked pretty ex interesting the other day. It looks like they were, they, they did call themselves the mob. So <laughs> hopefully they didn't steal that from us. But, um, that's why dude, I do. I might have to come on this show to start doing some of Charles's art reveals. Cause I know the second that I drop a PFP of his, because all of his attributes are going to be completely never before seen, right? Yeah. Like you can look at these PFP collections and that those glasses, they look pretty similar to those <laughs> other glasses. And, and that beard looks similar. This is going to be like different. Like, so we already got jacked. We got a few attributes jacked already because fucking Charles drew these badass Tron glasses that no one's seen. And so I don't know what we're going to do. I guess we're just going to give it to him. But, um, you know, we, we got to, we got to, we got to send the previews out, but, but yeah, Solana, I, I saw these, some, like, whenever I see a big project that's getting popular, like, and they're, they're like, not just big, like popularity, but they look like they're going to drop big mint, big files. I just get scared as shit for them. Like, <laughs> yeah. How are you going to mint that? Of course. And, and it's going to break magic Eden if you do. And then. And that you comes know, with just trial and error. I mean, people just have to realize what they're getting their hands into. Yeah. And 
And it, but like you guys said, people have really cordoned themselves off as maxis. I mean, I, I'm not even a maxi. I mean, when it comes to which which blockchain I'm gonna I'm gonna have um, gonna create on. Okay, if you want to call me a maxi, then sure. But I mean, I got tons of Solana NFTs. I don't have a lot of Ethereum NFTs. I just, I mean, I don't like getting robbed. I mean, look, maybe I caught it on the wrong day every single time, but no, man, it was like it, it's dude. been like that for months when Ethereum was pretty expensive. Like yeah. it, it would be like that for months and months and months. And usually yeah. you have to wait to do transactions till like 2 a.m. when only Asia was right. awake because the, yeah, I didn't even know, <laughs> the gas right? fees okay, were so bad. That's, that's, that's the hustle, huh? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah right. you got to find the right timing. Yeah, it's got to watch the the gas prices. Bad. But to close this off, Jeremy, yep. if there's yep. anything else you'd like to add to uh, just provide to the community about Astrals on X. Wait, can I ask one more thing? By yeah. all means. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> your last name is Reynolds, right? That's it. Do you have any relation to the Ryan flavored Reynolds? Uh, yes, no. <laughs> I had to ask. No. You don't hear Reynolds too no. often. Yeah, you don't got too many Reynolds. Um, I, I'm I am not um, family to him, and I'm not a an heir to the uh, the the Reynolds Tobacco Empire, unfortunately. So we're gonna have to make our own way up the ladder. Yeah, but, um, <laughs> that's what Astros yeah, on X. Yeah, I'm, yep. just, um, I'm actually half British. My father's British, and my mother's American. That's about the only thing there that you guys may not have gotten. But, nice. Uh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. No worries, man. We appreciate you coming on today. It's been a pleasure and we've learned so much and our community will be very excited to hear all of this great information. Yeah. Awesome. I can't wait to check out the episode and share it with our community and hopefully we can maybe get together on some more of these and talk more about uh, the project as we release like new updates or new project points and whatnot. But you know, at the end of the day, we just we just welcome. We want to put our a warm welcome out to all the people on the XRPL, other people from any other blockchain. Yep. Want to invite you to come check our project out. Uh, we're a project that has a large vision for the future of NFTs in general, but how we're going to integrate those NFTs and that technology with the music and the entertainment industries is going to be something that we we feel like we're going to be out on the forefront of and we're going to stay out there as long as we can we we know that eventually a lot of players will jump into the space doing what we're what we're doing but we we're you know again we're not tribal at all in that in that way we feel like that's only going to speed up what we're trying to do yeah so we we look forward to seeing everything that comes after us before us during the same time and really just meeting all of the XRPL Dijons out there, investors. And well, you just met two. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> and just can't wait for you guys to come and check out our project. We have a white paper. You can also listen to our white paper on medium.com. There's an article there. Nice. But um, yeah, I just love that AI voice just reads it. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it's pretty cool. It, it, it like it, Next time I do the medium article, though, I'll, I'll split it. I'll do spaces between Astral's space on SpaceX because the AI, that's the only part that sounds weird every time. It's like, Astral's on the X. <laughs> it's like Astronix or something like that. <laughs>
That's but no, great. I, I appreciate you guys bringing us on, Thank you bringing once me again. on and bringing us, us on and we look forward to uh, linking back up and yes. sharing with you guys all the updates to our project. Lovely. Definitely. Can't wait to check out that pilot episode. Yeah, guys, um, after we hang up, let's get in here let's and chat it. and I'll send you a link to where we can go check out that, that out. Well, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Alt Kings podcast and we will see you next episode. Yeah. Ooh, almost knocked it over.